Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. I am Supergirl. I am The Flash. My name is Sarah Lamb, but don't call us heroes. We are legends. I had to become someone else. I had to become something else. I had to become the Green Arrow. Welcome to CW Superheroes. It is Entertainment Talks podcast for the CWDC superhero shows, Supergirl, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good. Fighting off a bit of a cold, you know. The cold weather, you know, makes me feel old, so. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not doing too badly. Uh, so we're here today to do a bit of a, a bit of a catch-up type podcast. I've got you know my notes written down, uh, a couple of things for each of these shows. Um, so let's let's jump straight in. Uh, how have you felt about Supergirl so far this this season? Since like, well, outside of you know past the first episode, which obviously I had my issues with, mm-hmm. I've actually been enjoying Supergirl. The last couple three episodes have been really good. Cool. Uh, is there anything like specific that you've enjoyed more, or? Uh, well, I thought uh, uh, Triggers was interesting because it showed uh, Kara having a bit more of emotional uh, vulnerability. Obviously, when she's uh, uh, you know invulnerable to pretty much any kind of physical damage, you pretty much got to go with the psychological. Hmm. So that you know had its potentials. Uh, the episode far from the tree uh got got kind of what i wanted was a bit more of a backstory with uh, uh maggie uh because you know we kind of got the hint that her coming out wasn't uh, a really good thing happening and then we finally got a little bit of payoff on that mm-hmm. out of the ones that have been released so far probably my favorite has been the faithful okay Wh- which episode was that that was the one where some guy that was on the plane that goes back to season one uh was saved on it and he kind of started a cult around supergirl oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about and then like he he put himself in danger on purpose and stuff and there was there was the guy that was in charge of it and that um i didn't mind that one um weirdly enough i've enjoyed the fifth episode more of the season i don't know if it why that is um i just kind of felt like uh, so I've written down, I've written down two things that are bugging me a bit about the show, and they could easily be fixed. And um, uh, it's one of the things is the show's tone. Of the four of these, I feel like I know which tones they're going for. Apart mm-hmm. from Supergirl, has tried to be. Uh, this isn't really a complaint. This is more of a like. This is a thing that they could use or. or or it's an observation. Choose, it, choose its path to make the show that bit better, and I feel like it hasn't really ch- chosen a lane between the dark stuff and the comedy. It's been mixed in, which is fine. You can do that with most shows that you want, um, but I feel like it's struggled to to choose which path it wants to take and which moments it wants to make uh, comedic and dramatic and stuff. I feel like the show's just struggled a bit with that. Um, 
apart from that, I mean, like the the characters I've still enjoyed. I still enjoy most scenes with with Supergirl herself. Um, a bit annoying what happened with the whole Maggie Alex thing, but it was basically because of um, their their parentage like choices. Uh, one of them wanted a child, and the other didn't, um, and they decided to end the relationship because of it. Uh, I heard that the actress uh, who plays uh, is it Maggie? Yeah, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, wanted to just pursue other other things, which is is fine. Um, yeah, we knew I that just, going into the yeah. season that she wasn't going to be on it a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a shame with the development they did for quite a big part of season two that's like gone away now. Um, but there's not a whole lot they could do. I mean, they could recast her maybe. Um, I mean, it's probably too late now because they've probably filmed most of the, most of the season and stuff. Uh, but I just thought that was a bit of a letdown. I mean, yeah, and like you said, we knew it was going to happen, but it's still kind of annoying. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I thought the... It was the scene where Kara is driving that car, and she's... I, I can't remember what the song was, but she's driving that... Uh, she's playing that music, and she's going into, um, like, the... Uh, Martian Manhunter place that, that he went to. Um, that was kind of an interesting scene and stuff. Um, they still have the thing where James has been talking to people about being Guardian, but he hasn't been Guardian this season. Now, the way they've kind of made this a bit better is... I, I still do feel like they've got the thing of, like, he's got, like, three different roles. They've got James himself. They Four, I think, really. Because you've got him and whatever love life he could or could not have. Um, James being James himself. Him being head of Cat Cone and him being Guardian. They've balanced it a little bit better. But with them mentioning him being Guardian so many times and him not actually showing up as Guardian, it's a little bit strange. But I feel like they've somewhat handled it better uh, this season. How do you feel about that? It's been okay. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, you kind of got to balance everything out between James's, you know, trying to run Catco and then being Guardian. Uh, the way they set that up to where, you know, people are just kind of not doing, doing bad things after that whole invasion, that makes sense. I mean, after an event like that, you have to imagine that, you know, things would calm down on that front. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Katko, not Katko, uh, Kat herself has shown up in some of the videos and stuff, like on TV. Um, it would be great to have her back, but she's got her, it's either her scheduling or her location issue that, she, that she's got, the actress herself. Because uh, they moved the set, didn't they, when, when season two started. Um, and she still hasn't really been able to come back, which is, which is a shame, because... Towards the end of season two, when they didn't reintroduce her for like her, her her appearances there, she did do some really good stuff. Um, so, how, how do you feel about Cat this season? Uh, I mean, it makes sense for the most part. I am a fan of the actress, so I would like to see her on the show more. But obviously, that's you know me, you know, being as a personal desire than anything else. Mm. Um, yeah. I did a little looking up. It was uh, Britney Spears that they were playing on the radio. Why they would do that, I don't know. There's so many great, you know, <laughs> road trip traveling songs. But mm. I guess that's what they could afford the licensing for. Yeah. Probably my favorite kind of nod is uh, when uh, Kara says, I think I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. 
That's an old, old line from some of the original like Bugs Bunny cartoons where he'd pop up out of the ground and not know where he is. He's like, oh, I took a wrong turn, turn in Albuquerque. Huh. So that's like really old school reference. Cool. Cool. I did uh, like the cast. I did like that did scene like... As, a, as a whole. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. wasn't quite as uh, interested in, in the episode and like the plot and stuff, but some of the scenes in that episode were good. So. Yeah. I also really liked the casting of Carl Lumby uh, to play John Jones' father because he did all the voice acting for The Martian Manhunter and the DC animated series uh, for Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and Static Shock. Oh, he did okay. all those voices. Yeah. So that's also an- another fun nod. Oh, that's cool. Um, who, who does the voice in uh, Young Justice? Is that just a completely different person? <sighs> Uh, let me check. That's the, uh, when you said that, I thought you were going to say Young Justice, because uh, I haven't seen the um, the actual cartoon that you're referring to. Uh, you should see it. It's re- it's really good. Yeah. I mean, obviously, oh, I, I would it's, watch it. I just don't know which one. It's a uh, kid focus, so it's more about the uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. Okay. Let's I'd... See if he's being in anything that you would have known. Uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil. Uh, he was on Simpsons for a bit, Teen Titans Go, Tangled. Uh, he played a uh, uh, couple of voices in Family Guy. Hmm. Uh, so he's a very American animated t- voice actor person. Oh yeah, all over the everything I'm pulling up is uh, animation. Cool. Pen, uh, Zero, Puss in Boots, Nico and the Sort of Light, mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Grandpa. Never heard of that. Uh, Billy Dilly Super Duper Subterranean Summer. Never heard of that. Nope. Oh, he was the voice of Rosie in F is for Family. Which one is Rosie? Because I, I watched that series. In fact, I reviewed. Don't the, know. Never I seen it. I reviewed the second season. That's not. That's not a character name that comes to mind. Maybe that's. Maybe um, she's a bit of a background character. No, or I something. mean there's several uh, entries yeah. for that. Uh, let me see if I can find Rosie here. Okay. I mean, it shows it, but it doesn't tell me who it is. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that show. Okay. Um, right, I'll get back to my other two notes for Supergirl. Um, do you feel like Supergirl's a bit weak in this show? Uh, I really do, sometimes. I think she's la- definitely lacking in confidence. I wouldn't really consider her weak. Not, um, I'm not saying, like, physically weak. I'm saying that the yeah. show and the situations and the the events that happen to Supergirl make her weaker than what she should be. So, like, I, I've noticed a lot of times, because, you know, we're in the third season, we've had a good few episodes, I have noticed in some fights, not quite as much this season, she's not been in quite as many fights, but, uh, and of course, we've only had five episodes, but she does get knocked around easily, and it does bother me that, like, in most iterations and versions that I've seen of Superman, He's talked about as like this godlike, unstoppable thing, um, especially in Injustice in 2, um, and in like Man of Steel and those those sorts of films, and like Batman v Superman and that. And it just makes me wonder why, because uh, I've not seen many other iterations of Supergirl apart from Injustice 2, which she's kind of powerful. They don't really show her off what, what she can do in, in that game. Um, like story-wise, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But I just feel in this show that they make her a lot weaker than basically every version of Superman I've ever seen. And it just 
like, is there any difference between the two of them? They're both Kryptonians, they're both supers, or whatever you would call them. Um, is there any actual canon difference between the two of them? That I like, don't know. Um, if so... I mean, this is one of those things that you'd have to ask somebody that's way more into the comic books than I am. Yeah, maybe I I'll... know that in some versions that they weren't both from Krypton, like, uh, I know in the, uh, Justice League animated series, she was like from a neighboring planet, kind of like how Daxamite is, yeah. but not actually Daxamite, so they were, you know, cousins in the sense that, you know, they're both from the same region of space, not necessarily... Uh, it's kind of like how if your cousin has kids, those kids might call you uncle, even though technically you're not their uncle. Okay. Or like a friend of the family, you might call uncle. Or aunt, or whatever, even though they're not a blood relative. So, I know in some versions, it's been that. Okay, it just... I I continue to wonder why she's written like that. Nothing, it's nothing to do with Melissa, or her acting, or her herself physically. It's nothing to do with that at all. It's the way that, like... Just the way that Supergirl is bashed around a bit in this show, I just find incredibly strange compared to how Superman has been in different films and games and stuff. Because, um, like, in in Injustice 2, toward, I won't spoil anything, but towards the end of the game, when you're fighting uh, Brainiac, and Brainiac's getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and he just keeps sending Superman after Superman after Superman up there, and, like, the other characters kind of left on the ground to do stuff. I mean, they use the Flash to do a couple of things, and he, he actually gets knocked out. But then it's just, Superman can do it, Superman can do it, and I just don't feel that way at all. I, I just don't feel like they're doing that at all with with uh, Kara. Maybe it's the way this, I don't know, I don't know, that's, but <laughs> this is how I feel. Um, and it's it's just strange to me, so. Um, the, the last note I have is, this the uh, new character, she's got the daughter, um, and... Uh, Lena was having some conversations with her, and it turned out that she was she's bulletproof. This season. Uh, well, I'm not really quite sure where they're going with that. I don't know if she's bulletproof. Uh, she's already proven that she's not at least Kryptonian, but's got some kind of connection to it. So mm. it'll be. I don't know if it's going to be like to where she's Kryptonian and doesn't know it. Although, how would you not know that? Because at some point you'd have to figure, oh, I'm stronger than I should be, or Mm. Something like that. You can't get that far into life without knowing you can't be hurt with injuries. So it might be something to that mysterious glowy thing they showed underwater. You know, kind of like maybe channeling power to her. Possibly. Uh, hard but to the tell. bullet that was shot into her didn't harm her. In fact, it bounced off, unfortunately, into uh, into James. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that that could be kind of interesting going forward. See what they do. But with I, her. I, and I and I might be remembering it wrong, but the bullet that fell out of her at the very end of it was still perfectly formed. If I'm remembering that right, and I think if it, it, was it actually squashed. hit, squashed. You know, it was a, it was squashed a little bit, yeah. but I mean, like it, if, if it should have been squashed way more, is kind of my point. Okay, it's a bit like if you put a uh, kind of coke on the floor, but like specifically step on the top of it and crush it down. Yeah, or like. like that. Yeah. Put a penny on a railroad track. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the bullet wasn't like squashed from the sides. Um, and it sort of just bounced off of her. So that could be kind of interesting going forward. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with her. Uh, Lena's been kind of cool. Although she had um, her alcoholic uh, 
issues and stories and stuff. Um, but I'm glad that I'm glad they figured that out as well. That like it wasn't her that caused the accident. I really wouldn't call so. that alcoholic issues. I mean, that was definitely just you mm. know, well, her getting, you her know getting de- depression involved. Yeah. So it's not like they painted her as like a massive drunk or anything like that. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so some good some good stuff happening. Um, I just continues to amaze me how they write Supergirl in terms of her her strength. Um, I don't know, but I'll maybe ask some people about that and see see how they feel. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems that Superman is this unstoppable god, and Kara gets knocked back from from stuff. So I don't know. Uh, but let's move on and talk about the Flash this season. Um, how have you felt so far? Uh, we had a couple of decent episodes, and then one I'm not even counting as an episode, and I'm pretty sure you know which one that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go over my notes here. Obviously, we had the uh, the rebirth, which is interesting. Uh, mixed signals, I really like because. Um, which one was it that? dealt more. That was the that was the one to where we had the meta that can control technology, and then uh, Barry and Iris went into uh, couples therapy before they get married. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, it was a really good episode on both fronts, both because yeah, you know, pro- that would probably be the most dangerous meta that I could think of would be one that can control technology, mm. considering how much of our life is controlled by technology Espe- these days, especially when you've just put technology in Barry's suit and like he's yeah. doing all this stuff and like uh, Cisco's like oh I put a self-destruct thing in there and everyone's like what are you doing why did you do that uh, so I thought, I thought that was hilarious and then the whole air you know, couple therapy and Barry says he has to leave and then he's like you're going to write that down aren't you and every time like uh, and then Iris says like oh when when you left me and stuff and he's like you're going to write that down as well aren't you um which therapy sessions aren't really supposed to be funny, but this one was so. Um, but well, it was I mean, in- it's intended to be so. So. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of been the tone of the show from the get go. Is that you know they might have serious moments, but they they try to keep it light mm-hmm. and humorous, and yeah. so and that's one of those things where he obviously didn't want to be there because he had some feelings that he didn't really want to confront. Uh, but mm. you know, you, it's one of those things that I'm glad that they are doing that because obviously that would be a rift that could split them apart in the future if they don't uh, deal with that now. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Yep. Yeah. And Cisco and continues we... to do to do funny stuff as well, which just. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what? we had the uh, next episode, uh, "Luck Be a Lady." And I was kind of bummed a little bit on that one just because. When they were talking over that uh, one meta hazard, her profile, mm. and she said, I am a Jinx, I was kind of hoping that they were going to introduce the actual character Jinx. I mean, they could still do uh, that. Yeah, but the thing, the, they named The thing her. is like gathering all these people up, so he could still do that. Yeah, but if you go um, into the DC universe, there was a, uh, a super-powered uh, female called Jinx. And she basically did what uh, was accidentally happening with, you know, the gambling and the luck and whatnot, only she did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And so that was an established character that I remember from the first run of the Teen Titan comic series. And she was an interesting character, and I was kind of hoping that they were going to get more into that, but then they named her Hazard, so I'm like, okay, this is either a character I don't know, 
or they're just making up a new one, or they haven't transferred her into Jinx yet. So we shall see. Yeah. Okay. What what other uh, notes do you have? Uh, I mean, it was a good episode. It's one of those things that you know, a, a more of an uncontrollable power, and how that can affect everything. Because uh, mm-hmm. he obviously wasn't doing that on purpose, but, um, and then they gave uh, Harry Wells a reason to come back just to dump uh, uh, Wally, which is oh, kind that of was a one of the most awkward, funny scenes in in the Flash. Like he's like, "Oh, you can keep this box," and then Wally's like, "Jesse's using a box to break up with me." Like, and then all the, all the characters are are standing behind uh, Wally, and then. That was that was awkward, but funny. So, yeah. um, like as the scene goes on and things get more and more awkward, it just gets more funny. Unfortunately, at the expense of Wally, but again, yeah. they managed to make what's supposed to be a a nasty thing, um, or at least an upsetting thing, have some comedy to it. But it's just because the yeah. awkwardness of, of HR and then like the box breaks. He's like, you can still have the box if you want. <laughs> it's like okay, sure. Yeah, um, I think my favorite humor part is when they have Cisco wear funny T-shirts, like the one they had in this oh, episode. Really that. Yeah, because they'll either have like T-shirts that reference Big Bang Theory or something like that. But he actually had a shirt that said, "Haikus are easy, but sometimes they don't make sense." Refrigerator, hmm. which is yeah. obviously a haiku. Right. Yeah, I'll look, I'll uh, look out for that more then. I, I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention to the costumes that much, unless it's like a, a superhero costume. So maybe I'll I'll take a bit more attention with that and see what yeah. sort of things come up. Um, that's a good spot. Yeah, and then uh, the next episode, Elong Journey in tonight. Obviously, we get the introduction of the elongated man mm-hmm. as a character. That's kind of uh, funny but, and interesting so far. Yeah, but my. Uh, my favorite bit was uh, Danny Trejo coming into the show because I'm a big fan of his. Uh, he does a lot of really intense uh, action movies, obviously the Machete series and the uh, uh, other Sons of Anarchy, if you've ever seen that. Oh, I've, uh, I've seen the uh, first season. I'm going to watch the second one soon. Yeah, he's in that. He's really good in that. But him coming out as Gypsy's father, right? Uh, just being that crazy overprotective father that's a role that he could really uh you know really relish and have fun with mm. yeah, plus he's a he's a really cool dude i mean he's uh, been an actor for god knows how long he's uh owns his own uh restaurant in la so oh cool yeah he he's pretty entertaining this season and like um was it gypsy went to the bathroom to like wash up or whatever and he just teleports in the room and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you and whatever Cisco's like, what on earth is going on? I thought that, that was funny. Um, and then he's like, I'm going to continuously hunt you for, was it 24 hours or 48 hours or something? 24 hours, yeah. yeah. And then like he's hiding in the vents and stuff, and HL's like, I, I haven't seen him. So I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, what, what other stuff do you have? Uh, well, that was the, what I call, consider, consider the last episode. The the girls' night ep- episode, not counting that. I don't know what they were smoking when they wrote that episode, but that just... Mm-hmm. I want I want an MIB device to erase that god-awful episode from my brain, and that's all I'm really going to say on that subject. Okay. What did you think of um, Katie Sackhoff in that episode, though? Hacky, was it, was it, was it, almost to the point of hammy. Hmm. 
What do you like think of her just, accent that she's just trying to put on? I don't know. I couldn't even identify the accent she was trying to put on. Was it British? Some version of... We have a lot of different British versions of accents. Um, it, honestly, it sounded, it sounded like, like one of it sounded like an American doing a really bad British accent. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't the worst attempt I've ever heard, but it was it was listenable, I guess. Uh, but I thought her performance was was all right, and it was uh, cool to see her on something again. I haven't seen her since uh, season eight of Twenty Four, which I watched a couple of years ago. Um, but uh, I thought the Killer Frost stuff was, was kind of cool. It was. More of a episode for her, and that sort of thing. Um, and then you've got uh, Barry at the bar. He's like, "I'm the Flash," um, and everyone's like thinking that he's joking because obviously he's drunk and stuff. Because um, it's, inter- it's interesting they pulled that in as well because he uh, wasn't able to get drunk because of his like healing powers or whatever. And uh, Cisco comes up with the um, this I guess serum or drink that he can have. Um, so I thought, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, well, it was an interesting plot device to get him out of being the Flash for yeah. the episode. Yeah. But honestly, I mean, was he really even in it? I mean, they had, what, like, maybe three scenes to where, uh, Grant was in the scene and everything else revolved around the, the bachelorette party and all that nuttiness. Yeah. I mean, it's a, his, that's his, like, scenes for that plot in the episode. So... Um, I mean, I I enjoyed that. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, so some of the stuff I got written down is: Do you remember the shrapnel scene, the grenade that got blown up, and Barry like slows down time? He gets all the pieces and then puts them in. Um, it wasn't the bin. He, he like got rid of them or something. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was that was pretty great. Um, the effects have been pretty good, like the the running streams and uh, the stuff from from Vibe and some of the Killer Frost stuff that you've been kind of good, like CG wise. Um, for like CW quality, I actually thought that that's that's been kind of good this season. Um, it's back to the kind of season one, season two vibe. It's not as like doom and gloom this season. I mean, you got some yeah. themes to that with like the Killer Frost stuff with the ladies not out and that, but um, for the most part, it's been like Cisco cracking jokes and him getting into funny situations and Flash doing stuff. So I thought that's been really good as well. Uh, Wally left for this for. Some undetermined amount of time. Um, apparently, he's going to show up in Legends, which would make some sense um, because of like his cameo in that. Uh, but he says he has to leave and like figure himself out and whatever. Uh, where do you think he'll end up on Legends? Uh, hard telling. I mean, we uh, do have the announcement for the crossover coming up in three episodes, which is called Crisis on X Earth. Mm-hmm. Is that Earth uh, 10 or Earth X? It might be Earth 10. Okay, because I do have uh, the multiple Earth telling. things, don't I? So, I thought that's what it was to do with. But you never know. I mean, you know, there's Earth 52, so... Mm. The, the new 52 and then things like that, so... It's hard yeah. telling if it's actually supposed to be 10 or X, so... Yeah, we'll, we'll find out in, in the four episodes. Um, but yeah, where do, where do you think Wally will show up? Uh, definitely on Legends, that's for sure. Mm. Um, in what capacity, it's hard telling, so. Yeah. Uh, he might be there for like two or three episodes. I mean, they did have Echo Kellum show up on this episode of Legends, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you had, uh, 
Felicity come over for an episode onto onto Flash for the ladies night out thing. Um, and you had more of a cameo, but you had Curtis on Legends, like over the video feed and stuff. Yeah, they should, they should that, really dig into that stuff because that's really good. And it's all set in the same universe and stuff, so uh, they really should do some more of that stuff. <clears throat> I'm not expecting like Oliver Queen to show up in the Flash, but maybe like um, Wild Dog or or someone like one of the one of the other characters to show up, uh, or like well, Lance, Detective Lance or something. Yeah, Detective Lance should definitely be on there, but uh, um, really, Oliver Queen's the only one that would have any reason to go over to the Flash outside of Felicity, or maybe Diggle, just because those are the three that do actually know him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they should really lean into that a lot more, some of the, the cameo crossover stuff, because um, they, they don't really seem to do that much of it, and you only have one big crossover week throughout the whole season. So, uh, I'm hoping they do some more of that stuff. <clears throat> uh, and then the last thing I have is the Thinker. Uh, what do you think of him so far? Uh, it's definitely an interesting character choice. I mean, that's not the one I'm, I'm overly familiar with, but somebody that can think 37 moves ahead and outpace him is obviously an interesting character to begin with. So, mm. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think his like, army is leading up to? Just something to fight against the Flash with? Uh, possibly something to fight against the Flash with. Uh, I mean, obviously they said, and we knew this going in, that season four wasn't, the big bad wasn't going to be speedster, uh, a speedster. Yeah. <clears throat> so they, they had to go somewhere with that. Mm. And you can, with that, you can use the Thinker as his own kind of villain. And you can have a group of just a bunch of different metahumans and stuff. Um, which yeah, go with like a master, go with a master manipulator, as it were. Yeah. Um, so they could go some interesting places with that, uh, which they already have done, I feel, this season. Because um, I was kind of skeptical of, like, okay, who are they going to have? Because when they changed, as I've said before, to Damien Dark with Arrow, like a different type of, of villain, he wasn't like a crossbow sword archer type person. Um, it really didn't work. So when they said they weren't going to be a speedster, I was a bit skeptical. But I think it's worked so far, at least um, from my personal taste. Uh, let's move on to Legends itself. Um, Damien Dark is is back. I know you're really happy about that. Uh, I I don't even know what to say. Like, what parts of Arrow season four are continuous? You got Laurel's Laurel's death, which has stuck. Um, which they've still managed to keep Katie Cassidy around, but. You just had the whole season of trying to take down Damien Darkly, do it, and then they bring him back. I granted in a different show and probably a different timeline and stuff, but he comes back and he's he's like this imbrumble person again and um I can't remember which character it was, but somebody freezes time and then they go up to like stab him and then just as the person goes over to Damien Dark he unfreezes and fights the person. Yeah, so, that was uh, um Arthur Darville's character, uh, Rip Hunter. Oh yeah, yeah, that was him that did that. But I mean, the Legion of Doom stuff that they did with him was interesting. So as long as they can do something interesting with him, because um, I enjoyed that a lot more than his whole arc on Arrow season four. Uh, so I just hope that they go somewhere interesting with him, and not have him be so so much of a solo character. 
Uh, but we'll have to we we'll just have to wait and see what they do with him. But yeah, I'm I'm skeptical again. But it's in a different show. Um, it's not Arrow, so they could still do something interesting with him. I'm just uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've put down there's a fairly good plot with um fairly good with a bit more um plot this season. So they've got the whole um justice of. I forgot what it's called, like the, the the Bureau of the Time Masters or whatever. Yeah, the Time Bureau. Yeah, I think that's been kind of interesting this season. Um, you had Sarah's fight with, with the, the female character that was in there. Uh, which yeah, they've cool. definitely got a, a better stunt coordinator and fight coordinator this season on Legends because mm-hmm. the, the melee fights have been really interesting and very well coordinated and yeah. uh, choreographed. Yeah, so I, I've enjoyed that as well. Uh, you had Ray's episode as well this season, which I thought I didn't enjoy quite as much as I thought I could have. Um, it was still a good episode. It was still fun. I just felt like they could have. There was something more missing from that. Honestly, that episode felt like a bit of a therapy session uh, because yeah. you got to figure that somebody on the writing team kind of went through that. Because uh, then you had the scene to where I'd say that's likely, know, the, yeah. The dad was absent, but he didn't really pay attention to it. And then the, he thought the bullies were like his friends. Um, yeah. And then, you know, he just kind of had like this wide-eyed innocence that was not even so much innocence. as just insane naivete mm. uh, yeah. to him. And you could just kind of tell that he really didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Still the, so I still enjoyed the episode. It was just maybe something more they could have done with it. Um mm-hmm. I, I like the ending where where they go over to the bullies and they got all the some of the legends there and they're like these are my friends what are you gonna do about it I thought that that was kind of funny uh kind of cool um which is what legends is it's it directly knows what path it's in like with the campy funny fun sort of storylines um which don't work sometimes but most of the time I think they have so. Uh, the situation with Firestorm. Um, so they've kind of teased it a bit, and I won't give away what's been announced in case you don't know. Um, but because I don't know if you actually do know, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it on on the podcast. Uh, but they're possibly teasing Victor leaving, Professor mm-hmm. Stein, to leave because like um, Jackson himself's gone up to him. He's like, look, you. You obviously want to be with your daughter and stuff, and you don't really want to be on this team as much. And they had the whole um, Jackson and uh, Ray doing the the maths and stuff on on the board, trying to figure out how they could resolve it, which he kind of wrongfully did without Professor Stein, without Stein himself, um, which is kind of interesting. Where do you think that might be going? Uh, It's hard telling. I mean, Victor Garber is obviously a really good actor, so they could... uh in theory, rewrite that out and have another actor, but the whole balance, at least, as the way they've set up Firestorm, is that you've got one half being the physical and one half being the mental. And obviously, yeah. Jax is the physical, you know, taking over for Ronnie Raymond. Mm-hmm. Back from the... Um, First season of Flash. So they'd have to find somebody, you know, technically second. Yeah. Because cool. they he, they killed him off at like the uh, season finale of season one, mm. and then Jack took over in season two. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hard telling where they're going to go from there. So 
Mm-hmm. I'm also kind of curious as to where the Zari character is going to be going, to where the, the lady that's got the other talisman. Right, uh, the, the one that um, Amira was, like, talking to. Is it Amira? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Amara, yeah. Um, Amara, yeah, the one that she was talking to. I know, there's, there's a lot of potential with both those storylines, and um, I don't know, maybe they could bring in a new character to take over from Stein or something. I don't think they I just don't think they're going to get rid of Firestorm. Um, otherwise, what does Jackson do? Does he just become like a um, Felicity Win Curtis type character, like the the at the computer person? Because I mean, they kind of don't have that, but they do have Gideon as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know because uh, she she's kind of the um, back at base Overwatch type person. So. I don't know, but they could bring in somebody else to, to um, replace Stein, and they could, you know, with all the all the stuff that's happened in Legends, they could definitely make it um, make at least some sense. So um, they could do some sort of bring in somebody new. Stein passes something on to him, and then he can connect with Jackson or something. That they, they could they could definitely do something like that. So I don't know. Um, it would never happen, but it'd be kind of funny to see. Uh... Uh, a version of Harrison Wells taking that role. That would be, uh, yeah, that would be cool. Because there's lots of different versions of him. I mean, there's infinite versions of basically everybody, but they've gone more with uh, with Harrison stuff. But yeah, that that would be kind of cool. That would just be the case of um, the actor, I don't, I don't recall his name. Um, him. That would mean him being on the Flash on Legends, but maybe they could, like, his season's worth could be split between the two seasons. I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting kind of theory. Um, the other characters that you mentioned that Amira has uh, become friends with, that's got a lot of potential as well. Um, maybe they could combine into something? Because they, they use the talisman thing they have to transform into into an animal or whatever. So they could do some sort of connected thing with that? Possibly, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all the notes i got for Legends. But it's been pretty good, pretty cool so far. Uh, moving on to Arrow, unless you've got anything else for Legends. No, we can move on to Arrow. Cool. Uh, so the Vigilante was revealed in Episode 5. Um, it's someone that Dinah used to know. Um, it was it, her old uh, partner yeah. um, when she got her meta powers. Yeah, because they showed the flashback scene where she gets her canary cry for the first time. And this guy gets shot, but he has this sort of healing power type thing. Because he gets shot in the head in, in the episode. Um, like through his visor and stuff, but and then they kind of uh, they show like it's a little bit like what happened with the character in Supergirl, kind of, um, with like the the bullet coming back out and whatever. Um, so I th- I think that's been kind of cool. So are you happy with who the vigilante is? Ah, uh, it's you know not the worst choice in the world. Uh, the one thing that I did notice is that they're definitely putting more of an emphasis on the team this year. And you can definitely yeah. see that in the intro sequence to where they, they're showing all the icons for the different superheroes, kind of like they do with Legends. Uh, instead of just seeing the arrow, you see, you know, the the canary and then the, the, the mad dog and then uh, Overwatch and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a little, like, um, tunes that go there, but you can't quite hear them sometimes because it all kind of goes kind of quickly. But yeah, that's been that's been pretty good as well. Um, was that from episode one, or was that from like a bit later in the season? 
a little bit later in the season. Yeah, I think it was like episode two or three that that happened. Um, but yeah, that's that's been good as well. Um, Diggle being in the Green Arrow. That's an interesting choice. I mean, the, from the episodes that they've done so far, they're definitely moving Oliver Queen's character away from being a vigilante and more and taking care of his son, mm-hmm. which I was kind of hoping that they would do. I mean, you don't drop that kind of a bomb of the only person that didn't survive from the island is, you know, the mother, which was I thought was a little lame, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but then just to have him not try to take care of that son that didn't really fit into his his backstory a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, him kind of getting back together with Felicity is also interesting that they're taking that kind of slowish. So yeah, they haven't like dived head on into that witch, which I think is is cool. Um, but it's it's back on the table it's, and it's there. Uh, I, I've never really had a problem with it. I don't remember having much problem with it in the past, although I can't remember every single episode, so, um, that's been kind of interesting, and you've got, uh, Diggle in his hand, he's using, using this serum from the dodgy guy in the alley, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. to, to basically heal his hand, uh, that's gonna come back to bite him, right, like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, the guy will, like, run out of supply or something, and he'll start getting the issue back, or something else will happen, um, but, at least it's interesting for the character, so I think that's kind of cool. Uh, how much longer do you think that will last? Him as the Green Arrow? Uh, hard telling. I mean, we do have the the three story arc with Deathstroke, and depending on where they mm. go from that, is going to determine uh, really where they go with uh, Oliver being the Green Arrow. Because we just had the setup, and then we've got the final payoff, and then we got one episode before the crossover. So. Yeah, we've got episode 6, 7, and then 8's the crossover, right? Um, and then I think the mid-season finale is episode 9? Yeah, I think they do the finale right after the crossover. Which I'm hoping the crossover is way better than the one last year. Hopefully. They said they're going to include Supergirl more this season. So, uh, Well, the crossover honestly just felt like one really extended version of an Arrow episode. Mm. It was very Arrow-centric with... Um, obviously, you can't count... Uh, uh, the Supergirl on as part of the crossover because it was like literally the last sixty seconds. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then that scene was most, in the Flash anyway. So yeah, that scene was repeated in the Flash anyway. And then you had mostly uh, Arrow stuff in uh, the Flash, and most and the Arrow episode obviously was full full ball Arrow. Mm-hmm. And then the Legends was just kind of the wrap up. Yeah, so they got they got a chance to do something. I thought it was good. The crossover it was their first attempt at doing all four shows um but they could yeah. they could uh do something a bit more this year and they got the chance to do so so um oh yeah i mean that. i understand that logistically doing that show is an absolute nightmare mm-hmm. trying to schedule that many people for you know daily calls and uh on-screen time and whatnot yeah yeah I, i'm sure that just is an absolute clusterfuck mm-hmm. um so the only other thing I've got written down is uh, Deathstroke returns and he has a badass ending to the episode where he just goes crazy and kills a bunch of people because he thinks his son is dead. Uh, turns out his son wasn't dead um, and he's possibly on the other people's team. Um, and uh, Oliver, he says to Oliver, like, don't don't come with me, don't follow me. In fact, he drugged Oliver so that he couldn't potentially follow him. 
Um, but then he showed up. It, it was weird. I know Oliver's not the Green Arrow, but he didn't even show up with a gun or anything. But then he happens to not get hurt by this guy and disarms him. Then he has a gun. Mm-hmm. I don't get why you would go into a building like that without knowing what the situation probably is without a weapon. Well, for one, he probably didn't bring any since he made the promise that he was only showing up as Oliver, not the Green Arrow. Yeah, but... And two, I don't know what country they were in, but you you have to figure that getting a gun, not the easiest thing in the world when you're you know, visiting from a foreign country. I mean, say what you will. I mean, even in America, that's not something... Unless you're like going to a, a range to shoot. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a citizen, you can't just walk into any store and buy a gun, despite what they try to tell you about that. Okay. And uh, third, he might not have Deathstroke might have brought all the guns with him. I mean, he was pretty loaded for bear <laughs> in his setup, so he probably had all the guns on him already. Possibly. I think it's strange for carrots like Oliver Queen to go into a building like that with no weapons. I'm assuming he's got a bulletproof vest on behind that jacket and stuff, or something of the sort. Um, but I don't know. That was just strange. Anyway, um, but yeah, good season of Arrow so far. Um, how would you rank these shows for the seasons? Uh, I would kind of tie Flash and Arrow at the same level. I mean, outside of the one episode, Flash has been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I do like not having a speedster as the main villain. I think that gives them more room uh, to do interesting things rather than less. Uh, Arrow, obviously, we've got that hard transition that uh, Oliver is making from not being the Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. So the episode they did with him as Overwatch for an episode. Yeah, I'm glad they're actually really sticking to that and not just like good. an episode later he's back as the Arrow. Because um, we've seen yeah. twice now that they've done that with the Flash, you know. Um, having Flashpoint resolved next episode goes into Speed Force resolved next episode. So I'm glad to see them doing something longer with, with Arrow. Um, it just shows that they, they can do that. So, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, okay, what else was you going to say? I was, I was going to tie Arrow and Flash at first. Um, uh, Legends and Supergirl pretty close to the same for, for the next. Supergirl's actually been pretty good this season so far, so mm-hmm. hopefully... Uh, they'll continue with making interesting stories and not getting all super preachy with us, mm-hmm. which is the one thing that I hate more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, Legends has been interesting. I mean, they're they're definitely trying to keep it comical in terms of uh, oh, yeah. plot points, uh, but they are trying to set up a, an interesting bad. I just hope... I'm with you. I mean, I never disliked Damien Dark, but didn't really need to see him return. I just found him really irritating. <laughs> And he's just his ability to potentially kill Oliver like 15 times in a season and not do it. Yeah. Like, his end goal was never really that clear. Like, how many times are you going to trap the main hero before you kill them? Um, so I don't know. Well, to be fair, the same could have been said for uh, 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 the dude from the last season, the. the Pro- Prometheus? Uh, it's not Prometheus. Prometheus, thank you. Yeah. It was pretty similar with Prometheus. I guess, but I just remember a lot of scenes where, like, Damien would freeze Arrow or Oliver, whatever, and have him, like, right next to him. And that would happen, like, ten times. But anyway, that's 
season ago, and that's what we'll finish now. Um, I just wonder what they're going to do with Damien Dark, but at least he's not interrupting the flow of her, so I don't know. Um, we'll have to see what, what happens to him in, in Legends. Uh, I think that's about all I want to talk about with these shows. But Yeah, that's about all I got, too. Um, so. With Supergirl, I, even though I still have not really issues, just confusing things like as to why Supergirl is so weak, at least to me personally, um, I found it more entertaining this season. Um, and I, I thought that uh, Tony Almeida slash Carlos Bernard coming in as the father was pretty cool. So... Um, even if he was very disapproving and very angry, um, it was cool to see him again. So, it's still got stuff going for it, I still like it, it's just a few weird things to me. Um, and like with the, with the, uh, tone of the show and stuff, but I said all that at the top, so. Uh, so yeah, that's it for this episode of CW Superheroes, thank you for listening, we'll be back, um, for episode, for, for the crossover, um, so we'll discuss that. And then, I, I, I guess I think the mid-season finale is the next episode, so we'll, we'll come back for that one, and then we'll actually have the actual shows break, uh, and then we'll come back for the returns, and then we'll do um, the schedule that we mentioned, which is also on the website, um, which uh, you can go and check out. is on the website. Uh, it's the one that's pinned at the top, so no matter what posts I put on the website, it will always remain there. Um, you'll be able to clearly see it if you scroll down. Um, it's got like Robert's mixer schedule. It's got my upcoming schedule i'm going to put that on there soon for uh, my twitch stuff it's got the schedule for all of our content so the walking dead uh, random gaming talk um and some other stuff like that i can't quite remember because i haven't got it in front of me but uh you can go and check all that stuff out you can follow us on twitter at etalkuk you can follow us on facebook join the facebook group links for all that stuff is in the description basically um iTunes, please rate and review us. Please subscribe so you get the episodes sent to your feed. Um, and spread the word of mouth. Uh, do that and tell your, tell your friends and family. Let them know about the website so that more people can know. Um, I think that's it for this time. Not necessarily this week. So thank you for listening. And as always, we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Goodbye.